Section 6 of Ancient Poems, Ballads, and Songs of the Peasantry of England. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Jim Gallagher. A Dialogue Betwixt an Excise Man and Death. Transcribed from a copy in the British Museum, printed in London by J. Clark, 1659. The idea of death being employed to execute a writ recalls an epithet which we remember to have seen in a village churchyard at the foot of Wrekin in Shropshire, commencing thus. The king of heaven a warrant got, and sealed it without delay, and he did give the same to death for him to serve straight away. Upon a time when titan's steeds were driven to drench themselves beneath the western heaven, and sable Morpheus had his curtain spread, and silent night had laid the world to bed. Mongst other night-birds which did seek for prey, a blunt exciseman, which abhorred the day, was rambling forth to seek himself a booty, mongst merchants' goods which had not paid the duty. But walking all alone, death chanced to meet him, and in this manner did begin to greet him. Death stand who comes here what means this knave to peep and skulk abroad when honest men should sleep speak what's thy name and quickly tell me this whither thou goest and what thy business is exciseman whate'er my business is thou foul-mouthed scold i'd have you know i scorn to be controlled by any man that lives, much less by thou, who blurtest out thou knowest not what nor how. I go about my lawful business, and I'll make you smart for bidding me stand. Death. Imperious coxcomb, is your stomach vexed? Pray slack your rage, and hearken what comes next. I have a writ to take you up, therefore, to chafe your blood, I bid you stand once more. Exciseman. A writ to take me up? Excuse me, sir. You do mistake. I am an officer in public service for my private wealth. My business is, if any seek by stealth, to undermine the state I do discover their falsehood. Therefore hold your hand. Give over. Death. Nay, fair and soft, tis not so quickly done. As you conceive it is, I am not gone. I jot the sooner for your hasty chat, Nor bragging language, for I tell you flat. Tis more than so, though fortune seem to thwart us, Such easy terms I don't intend shall part us. With this impartial arm I'll make you feel My fingers first, and with this shaft of steel I'll peck thy bones, as though alive wert hated, so dead to dogs thou shalt be segregated. Exciseman. I'd laugh at that, I would thou didst but dare, to lay thy fingers on me, I'd not spare, to hack thy carcass till my sword was broken, I'd make thee eat the words which thou hast spoken. All men should warning take by thy transgression, how they molested men of my profession, my service to the state is so well known, that should I but complain, they'd quickly own 
my public grievances and give me a right to cut your ears before tomorrow night. Death. Well said indeed, but bootless all, for I am well acquainted with thy villainy. I know thy office and thy trade is such, thy service little and thy gains are much. Thy brags are many, but tis vain to swagger, and think to fight me with thy gilded dagger. As I abhor thy person, place, and threat, so now I'll bring thee to the judgment seat. Excise man. The judgment seat, I must confess that word, doth cut my heart like any sharpened sword. What, come to count, methinks that dreadful sound of every word doth make a mortal wound, which sticks not only in my outward skin, but penetrates my very soul within. Twas least of all my thoughts that ever death would once attempt to stop exciseman's breath. But since tis so, that now I do perceive, you are in earnest that I must relieve myself another way. Come, we'll be friends. If I have wronged thee, I'll make thee mends. Let's join together. I'll pass my word this night, shall yield us grub before the morning light. Or otherwise, to mitigate my sorrow, stay here. I'll bring you gold enough to-morrow. Death. To-morrow's gold I will not have, and thou shalt have no gold upon to-morrow. Now my final writ shall to the execution have thee. All earthly treasure cannot help or save thee. Excise man. Then woe is me, ah, how I was befooled. I thought that gold, which answereth all things, could have stood my friend at any time to bail me. But grief grows great, and now my trust doth fail me. Oh, that my conscience were but clear within, which now is ragged with my former sin. With horror I behold my secret stealing, my bribes, oppressions, and my graceless dealing. My office sins, which I had clean forgotten, will gnaw my soul when all my bones are rotten. I must confess it, every grief doth force me, Dead or alive, both God and man doth curse me. Let all excise men hereby warning take to shun their practice for their conscience' sake. End of A Dialogue Betwixt an Excise Man and Death Recording by Jim Gallagher